Hey, honey. I'm so bloated today. What's for dinner? Did you brush your teeth? What time is soccer pickup? What shoes should I wear with this? Did my jeans shrink? I'm hungry. Can I have a snack? Mom! I need to pee. Why is my hair so frizzy? What time is it? Does this look okay? We need to leave. Don't forget the meeting. Do you have everything? How am I going to fit all this in? Uh, another pimple. Oh my god, is that a new gray hair? Did you finish your homework? Okay, ladies, adulting as a woman is no freaking joke. Two girls, one mic, and a podcast brought to you by Christy Giroux and Sharon Huddy is here to share stories, trials and tribulations, tips and techniques on all the crazy topics that affect women on the regular. Let's get ready to have some real, honest conversations. Thank you for listening. Here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mic, and a Podcast. I am your co-host, Christy, and I am here with my friend, Sharon. Hi, guys. Welcome to our first podcast. We are super excited to be recording live from Prime Fitness in Gaithersburg, Maryland. And we are we're kicking off a new, a new project for both of us. So Sharon and I have been friends for a few years now, and we thought that it would be a good idea to start a podcast and step outside of our comfort zone a little bit. Yes. And actually a lot of it. <laughs> a lot a lot of it. And we thought it would be a lot of fun to talk to primarily women about things that we're going through now that we're in our early 40s. We're both moms. We both work. And I think it's also, you know, sharing experiences, sharing ideas that you know, we have found that works for us or some of the struggles that we've went through. Um, and just to kind of give women a different outlet of things to try and, you know, maybe some of the things that we have found that's been successful with us will be successful with you as well. About a year ago, Sharon and I both read Girl Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. And when we both read the book and then we went and saw the documentary together, we really walked out of that and feeling kind of fired up and we knew we wanted to do something with all that energy that we had but we didn't know exactly what (laughs) Um, and we felt like we wanted to have an impact in our community and I think this is the the best way we know how (laughs) and and it's a starting point for us to kind of you know see where this will take us and what will be the outcome of it the success and we want the feedback from you guys as well what you you know if there is something that you would like to you know know if we if you if we have dealt with um yeah we want feedback so if you have questions if you have comments if you have a topic that you really want us to cover we hope that you reach out to us we're absolutely open we're brand new to podcasting as you can probably tell <laughs> might be a little nervous here. We're, yeah we're definitely both nervous and right now we have a 15 week old puppy a german shepherd puppy named sasha with us so if you hear some wrestling in the background i am puppy sitting this weekend so uh we're, we're trying our best here <laughs> while we're getting our hands chewed on and our shoelaces pulled and all that good stuff. So Sharon and I met about six and a half years ago. Yes. I think it was February, March. Christy at the time, she, well, she still is, was a personal trainer and I just had my second child. A personal trainer to kind of help me get my body back as best as I could after having a kid, kids. 
I had went to another personal trainer, did the consultation. My husband was looking up different ones, and then he found he found Christy at Prime Fitness. He's like, oh, just go and do a consultation. And I was like, no, I don't really want to. I've already went this, you know, already went down this, already done it, already found one I was comfortable with. And then I decided to do it. He talked me into it, and I walked in, and the first thing that I noticed, and I walked in with my she was probably like five weeks old at that point because I hadn't got the clearance from my doctor to even work out. And I walk in and she is probably six months pregnant at that point. I think so, yeah. When I walked into the gym. So it was kind of, it was refreshing that, Mm -hmm. you know, someone there was kind of going to go through what I went through or what I had just went through. So it has a bit of an understanding. And she did let me know at that point that she was going to go on the maternity leave. At that time, I didn't, you know, realize the... The relationship that we would be connecting and the friendship from them, from us working together, but it has led into that. Mm-hmm. And it was it was interesting because after I had my son Matthew, and I started going back to working out with Sharon, it was really interesting because we could share a lot of the same experiences, the sleepless nights, the lots of those, the troubles with breastfeeding, the just the you know just the struggles of being a tired new parent in general and trying to work and trying to fit in life. And I was struggling a lot of, with how, how to have a life outside of being a mom. And I think Sharon really helped me get over a lot of the mom guilt that I was facing. And especially when we decided that we were going to set a goal of running a half marathon. That was Christy's goal. It was Christy's goal that I drug Sharon into. <laughs> And but she she willingly was a participant. I did. I did. It was her first half marathon that she was ever going to run, and she's gone on to run a bunch Afterwards, since then. Yes. But it was one thing that really got us a lot closer because we we met every Friday afternoon to run our long runs, and it was the one time of week that I set aside for myself, and I didn't let anything mess that up like that was my scheduled appointment I knew every week I was going to meet Sharon at the park at one o'clock and we were going to go run and it was a really good chance because we got to talk about things that were going on with us as new moms and just struggles that we were having as women and I I think think everyone needs that outlet whether it's you know husband wife kid child everyone needs that outside source that you can gravitate towards at some point um just to you know, relax, get things off your mind that you've been thinking of that maybe you can't share with your spouse or whatnot. It just gives you that time away. I agree. And it, it was a great time to kind of vent and all while we were doing something really productive for ourselves. We were exercising and we were running a ton. And we did go on to run that half marathon in, in Ocean City. And it was a really great time. And I remember crossing the finish line and really feeling accomplished and really feeling like, wow, like we, we trained, did we did it. And I felt really, really good. I felt really proud of us. So fast forward a few years, Sharon and I are still working out together. We, we are. We work out about four times a week together. And our kids have gotten to be really good friends. Yes, they're going to marry each other. They are going to marry each other. And we're going to be in-laws. And it's going to be great. Their decision. Their decision, yes. not ours. They, they're always coming home talking about how when they get married, they're going to have a house and dogs. And Five dogs. They already have their names of their dogs, <laughs> how they're going to take care of it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. So now we're, you know, we're going through elementary school together as friends, too. So it's another great time to be able to kind of bounce ideas off of one another. And we thought 
this would be a great way for us to kind of work through things was through this podcast. So Sharon and I thought it would be kind of fun to randomly ask each other some questions just so you guys get to know us a little bit better and, and have a little bit of fun. And I think before we do the questions, maybe a little bit of background um, from us. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. So I am 42. I've married. I've been married for 12 years. I have two kids. One is nine now, he, my son, and I have a daughter that is six. I work for... Kids Co., which is a before and after, before and after school program. We also do summer camps, and we have infant and toddler programs as well. And it's a busy life having, you know, I work full time, I have my family, and just kind of mixing everything all together. Well, you're also a cheer mom. You're a Girl Scout leader. Girl Scout leader, Boy Scout den, leader. Yeah, yep. den leader, Boy Scout, Cub Scout. So Sharon has a pretty busy schedule. And I have one son, um, his name is Matthew, he's six years old, so he's in first grade right now. And my husband and I own a fitness studio, Prime Fitness, in Gaithersburg, Maryland, and we have been in business for eight years. So for anybody that's an entrepreneur or small business owner, you know that work never ends. So I find myself doing emails at 10 o'clock at night. I wake up in the middle of the night to write down ideas on some new marketing that we could do. So my life is, it can be kind of crazy too. I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like the, the switch never gets to go off, except on Sundays. That's the one day we try. We not try not to do work. work. We try not to do anything except family time. So yeah, I think we both understand what it's like to be busy. Um, yeah. Okay, the puppy is chewing on everything right now. I know, I know. <laughs> so, so I guess we're gonna go into like, kind of give you, like how Christy said, kind of give you guys some questions of, to, to learn, learn a little bit more about ourselves. Three questions and whatnot. All right, Sharon, what is your absolute favorite food? My absolute favorite food would be mashed potatoes. They are so yummy. <laughs> I even the other day I went to uh, Coastal Flats. Oh, I love Coastal Flats. And they had the cauliflower mashed potatoes. <laughs> They're even good. So I think it's just the consistency that I love. Are you a butter or sour cream person in your mashed potatoes? Butter. Butter. Yeah, me too. Me too. And your favorite food would be? Um, probably my go-to favorite food would be pizza. I feel like it's something that even bad pizza is still good pizza, no matter where you go. Um, it's just, it's it's always on our easy to go. If nobody feels like cooking, yeah. it's like, hey, let's order a pizza and everybody's happy. Yeah, it's just something that's simple. What is your weakness with food? So if there was one food out there that you were like dieting and didn't want to eat. Baked goods. <laughs> it does not matter if somebody has a homemade baked good and I can just smell it and that's it. It doesn't matter if I'm doing Whole30 like you're doing right now. It doesn't matter if I have a strict goal in mind, a baked good, I will not pass up. I can be strict about anything else, but not, not that. Mine is chips and salsa, mm. guacamole, oh, guac. anything with a chip. That is my weakness. So I you're just, more of a salty, oh, I love a salty salt, person. Yes. Okay. That was one of the things is, would you rather have ice cream or potato chips? Oh, ice cream for me. See, I would be potato chips. 
Okay. The salt, the pretzels. Gotcha. Okay, so talking about food, because we seem to like that a lot. If you were stranded on a deserted island and you could only have coffee or wine, which would it be? I would go with wine. I think it could do the whole everything that coffee does for me. <laughs> so what is it? Is it more like the ritual of sitting down and just having a glass of wine? Or is it that you like trying different wines or... So I think it's for both. For like coffee in the morning, it's like almost like for me, it's not it's not that I need it. It's more of a habit, mm -hmm. but it's also my woosah. Like once I drop the kids off at school, I get in the car, I drive, and it's like that's my time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's kind of the same as for wine for me. Once Whenever I do have a glass, it's just like that. It just has that calmness that it brings when it, whenever you just have a drink. It just right. calms you down. I think I, I agree with you because coffee for me, like the first thing in the morning, <laughs> puppy just bit me. The first thing in the morning is I like my kitchen smelling like coffee. It's like it's the smell of it. It's knowing that I'm going to actually be able to sit down for 10 minutes and just drink it and enjoy it. Like I really enjoy the whole process of it. Um, from from the smell of it to actually like consuming it. And it's one thing I look forward to. Sunday mornings are the only day of the week that we're not rushing out of the house, that one of us has to be at the gym. So Sunday morning, being able to sit and actually have coffee with my family is like a really nice, it's just a nice thing. So you would choose coffee over wine on a desert island? I think I would. Okay. And I think... See, it's, it's hard. And I think I say that because you could have coffee any time of day. Where oh, you could have wine you, <laughs> you could, but I feel like, you know, 7 a.m. might be early for a glass of wine. But, yeah, I, I think I would probably pick coffee. So what do you do? So you said, like, on Sunday, you know, that's your time with your family to have coffee. So what do you do on a day, like, to relax? My go-to is typically being out in nature. So when I lived at the beach, I would go and I would sit and just look at the water and listen to the waves. And I didn't want anybody talking to me. I didn't want music playing. I just wanted like the serenity of it all. But now since I'm living in the middle of the state no water. <laughs> and no water around besides like creeks and lakes and stuff like that, I think just going out for a hike in the woods or a walk in the woods I just, I need to be in nature and I, I need fresh air and I need, I, I guess I need the stillness of it. What about you? So I think wine does help relax me. Mm -hmm. I think also coffee. One of my favorite things is like how you said your ritual was on Sunday. My ritual with me and my husband is every Sunday we get in the hot tub and have a glass of coffee. So we just sit there for, you know, an hour just kind of relaxing. Oh, that's coffee. awesome. So that's something that I look forward to doing on every Sunday. Do the kids hop in the hot tub with you? Uh, not on Sunday. That's the only time that they don't get in with us. I, it's not. It's their choice. They're more than welcome to, but they are. They don't, they only get TV on the weekends. Ah. So they're they're screen timing. They're time. They're trying to maximize it. Gotcha. That makes to sense. Hundred percent. That absolutely makes sense. So, what do you think? What is your favorite season? Summer. summer. I love summer. I love wearing shorts. I love the hot weather. I love going to the beach. I love riding with my top off my Jeep. Mm. That is just all around the best time for me. Interesting. So I, I feel like I should say summer because I love being at the beach and I love the warm weather and I love being able to exercise outside, but I think fall. Fall. 
It is. I think it's the colors with everything changing. Yeah, I love going apple picking. I love apple cider. I love the apple donut. What are the donuts? Oh, apple cider donuts oh, are so good. Um, I'm a big pumpkin pie fan, and I will only eat that again. In my baked fall. goods. I'll only eat it in the fall. And I think that I like wearing shorts with long sleeves. That's like I don't know. It, it's very comforting to me. Or having to wear a sweatshirt in the morning. I before you like take off you know for a t-shirt when it gets a little bit warmer in the afternoon but fall is my all-time favorite and i think too is like one of my other things is i love even if i'm like sitting on the couch i just like to be covered <gasps> me too like, it could be like, 90 degrees out and every night i have a blanket on if yeah. i'm sitting on the couch like if i'm reading a book or watching a show i have it's a blanket just like, it's just that comfort I agree. Have you tried the weighted blankets? I have not. I have had some of my coworkers that have it, and they, they enjoy it, and they sleep with it every single night. I want to try I one. But I have not tried one. What is one? What is your favorite place that you have traveled and why? Sedona, Arizona. And I think it's because like, it actually shocks me to say that because I'm not a desert person. I, again, I like the water. But it's one of those places that I feel like it changed me when I went. And I don't know if it's just, it's magical there. It's gorgeous. Like the red rocks against the blue sky is just breathtaking. And there's definitely a spiritual, like energy, kind of hippie vibe that I'm definitely drawn to. I, I pretended to be a hippie when I was in college. So I think that anything like that really draws me in. What about you? I would say Maui, Hawaii. Ah, okay. My husband and I, we went there prior to having kids, and it was just beautiful. We even, we went there and we came back and we talked about that we would love to move there. Oh, really? And we even kind of considered moving there, but we're like, what are we going to do for jobs and stuff? But it was just, just it's just a feeling. You're on an island somewhat, but there is, you know, things to do and around. You're not like on a desert island, but it was just beautiful. Going from, you know, on one side of the island, you have your rainforest type, you know, trees. And the other side, you have your beach and ocean. So it was just fabulous for me. That's on my bucket list. I've yeah. never been to Hawaii. It, it's fabulous. I would definitely suggest going there. So would you say that would be like your dream vacation would be good to go back there? Or do you have a different thing in mind? So one of my things for I want to do, and I told my husband this, and hopefully when the kids get a little bit older, I want to do Christmas in Hawaii. Ah, so okay. That's thing that I want to do with my kids and my husband. I want to do Christmas in Hawaii. For me and my husband, we have planned, which I think this is probably be the dream vacation for us. We plan next summer, we are going for a two and a half week Mediterranean cruise where we're going to like Greece and Rome and Spain, you know. So I think that in a nutshell would be yeah. a dream vacation. I would agree. I think I've never been to Europe. Me neither. And Eric and I talk about it all the time. We kind of feel like we want to see more of the U.S. So I actually want to do a lot of the, the national parks. Like I want to do Zion and Yosemite and, and kind of see a little bit more of the U.S. But I really, really want to go biking through Italy. Like do a, yeah. like a bicycling tour through Italy and go through some of the, like the small villages and stop at the wineries and things like that so I can kind of see the country. It's weird. I don't have as big of an interest in seeing the cities as I do the countryside. Speaking of that, one of my other favorites is I want to do, that's on my bucket list, and I just, we haven't done it yet, is I want to go to um, California and do the wine country. 
Oh, Napa yes. and everything. I've never been in Napa either. So maybe we can do that when our kids get married. Yes. <laughs> we can have a Napa wedding. That would be super fun. <laughs> so kind of switching it up, what is one cause that you are passionate about? So there's probably two. Recently we've been working with comfort cases. We're actually we we just did a fundraiser for them. And Comfort Cases is a local organization here that works with foster kids. And they actually provide backpacks or suitcases for kids to take with them when they go from one foster home to another. Because a lot of kids, when they do that, actually take trash bags with like their belongings in. And, and there's, there's kind of a sense of shame in that. And so they're trying to bring bring some more comfort when it comes to moving from homes. I was adopted, so I think that it, it really just speaks to my heart. And then another one that I have been working on for years is just raising money for breast cancer research. My mom's, uh, um, she's battling breast cancer and has been for a very long time. And so it just pulls on my heartstrings, yeah. So it's something that you have a connection to? I, obviously, I work with kids, so we do a lot of the back-to-school, providing them with backpacks, and throughout the year, we do, like, we provide them with coats and gloves, so it's just kind of making sure that the kids have what they need to function through the day. That's awesome. I think it's really great, too. I, I like working with some of the local organizations because I feel like it, it's really helping your community. Mm-hmm. I know that we need to work on things on a national and international level, but I really... I really like to help locally. Is it just giving back to the community that you that you're a part of? By. Yeah, I agree absolutely. So we're both moms, and we both have relatively young children still. What is one piece of advice you wish you had known before you became a mom? For me, it would be to. One, take time to enjoy everything. Know that you're that nothing's going to be perfect, and you're you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You are you're going to make mistakes. You can't be perfect all the time. I agree, and I think I wish like it's interesting you say that. Like I wish I had been a little more present in what exactly was going on at the time, instead of wondering if I was doing it right yes. or what was going to be the next the next thing you know, of when am I going to introduce foods? When am I going to do this? Instead of just really enjoying the time that I had, because everybody always says that the the days are short, or the days are long, but the years are short. And I don't think it really resonated with me until Matthew started kindergarten. And I was like, oh my gosh, where did the first five years go? And I think that was like with Lucas, my first, it was like I I had him and then I came home and I have this child that I have to take care of. I'm like, and then I'm like, okay, my husband's working. I have to do all these things. So I felt like I had to get all these things done mm-hmm. before he came home. And then finally, you know, your body wears out because you just had a baby. And then, <laughs> then you're like, okay, it took me a while to stop to enjoy it because I was worried, am I doing this right? Am I, does his diaper need change? Do I need to feed him? It was just too much worrying about what the next step was. When it's interesting too, because I don't think that, that stops. So now I'm not worried so much about the diaper or the, but it's, am I giving my, my son enough attention? Am I putting enough attention into my job? Am I, you know, giving my husband attention? Is, 
what's for dinner tonight? What? Yeah, <laughs> like all I, those things. It's, it's all those things. And I'm hoping through this podcast, I'm hoping you and I can work through some of that right. together. And I'm hoping that we can kind of create some tips that might help some other people too. Speaking of like the tips and like gathering information, do you keep a journal or diary? I don't. I don't. And I have tried countless times over the years. I think I started in college with my first journal. And that was probably the most consistent I've ever been was when I was in college. But throughout the years, I just, I get so super stressed about putting that pressure on myself that I have to write in a journal every day. And I've heard that once you do it, it becomes habitual. And it's something that you actually, if you miss it, you actually really miss it. But I, it, it stresses me out so much to be like, I have to sit down and I have to write something because I always felt like it had to be something profound. I think for me, it's like I tried, but I, I'm not consistent with it. And so I give up and it fizzles away and I get excited to start it. And then it just, then that I, I lose interest. Yeah. I just can't be consistent with it. That's my struggle with it. So what keeps you, speaking of consistency, what keeps you consistently working out? For me, it's how my body feels. It's my time away from everything else that I get to walk away for an hour a day or whatnot just to be me, go in. It makes me feel good throughout the day that you know I have accomplished going to the gym and you know, kind of maybe it is like a little, little check box, but it also makes me feel better. It makes me, you know, know like, okay, I've done this today. It's okay if I have this or I'm, there's no guilt the remainder of the day. Whereas when I don't work out or if I miss like, you know, two, two sessions in a row, I start feeling guilty that I'm not taking care of myself. Right. And I think that's really important. I know, I mean, that's kind of the buzzword that's out there right now is self-care and, you know, you read all the quotes that say that you can't pour from an empty cup. So you've got to fill your cup first before you can help anybody else out. I think that it's really easy for women to try to keep pouring from an empty cup. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do it. And, and it's hard. And then we all try. Speaking of which, like being in the gym atmosphere with, you know, the clients coming in mm-hmm. and, you know, you having to communicate with so many different people, how would you consider yourself? Would you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert? I would lean towards introvert, even though my husband would probably disagree. Um, I read an article this past week that talked about being an extroverted introvert. And it really spoke to me. And I think that's that's kind of the person I am, that I like being around people. But then I also know that I need to recharge the battery after I've done it. Because, like, for example, Eric, my husband, when he's around people, it gets him more energy. Like, he gets super-duper energized. When I, like, on Saturday mornings, I teach three classes back-to-back here. And I'm completely drained. Like, I have to go home and just sit for a little while before I can even do anything with my family. So I have to kind of recharge. But I, I like... The energy of being around other people and I like learning from other people so this is kind of a long way of answering your question and I'm sorry but I, I think that I'm more extroverted an extroverted introvert what I about would, you I would be 100% extrovert I I thrive off of being around people I don't think as much as Eric does <laughs> but I do thrive off of being around people I do enjoy 
you know, having that 10 minutes in the car with no noise and just no sound and just sitting and relaxing by myself. But overall, I don't need that time where I have to be by myself. I don't get worn out by people being in front of me or, and also my job. I don't think someone could have my job and be a introvert. I, I would agree with you on that one. And I, I think, yeah, because I think you'd be drained all yes, the time. I, I, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be successful. When it's interesting, like even being a personal trainer throughout the years, I had to really change my schedule a lot because being one-on-one with people, it would drain me because I would take on every problem they talked about, every success, every failure, every, you know, you name it. I would take it on as if it was my own, my own thing. And so I started learning that I needed to only train so many people a day or I would just break down. I'd get sick, I'd be tired, like I was, I was not good. Yeah, I was done. So what is the, the one thing that you are most proud of that you've done so far in life? Oh, the most proud of? I think the accomplishment of, you know, having my family. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, looking back, there was times where, you know, I got married older in life, so it was like, am I going to find that person mm-hmm. that I'm going to marry? Am I going to really have kids? So, and I think also with the pressure of, you know, being a mom, I didn't know if I wanted that for a while. I knew I always wanted to have kids, and I've always worked with kids, but when you have your own, it's an added pressure. Mm-hmm. But I think just having my family. That's a good one. You should be proud. Yeah. You've got a pretty awesome family. Oh, thanks. <laughs> So I think that I'm really excited about this, this podcast. I think it's going to be a growing experience for you and I. Yes, definitely. It's going to, you know, get us out of our comfort zones. And I think that it's going to add another, just another layer to our friendship. Yes. <laughs> another, a new endeavor that we're, <laughs> we're going to do. But I think it's pretty cool because I think we're doing it for us. Right. Yes, 100%. And I think we're also doing it for our community and the and it's just, you know, I think we kind of said this a little bit earlier, but going off of things that may have worked for us, giving you women hints that I wish that I had probably whenever I was starting out having kids and things that you learn along the way. Yeah, I agree. And I think that coming up on our next episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about tips as we've gotten back into school. So we're now, what, three weeks, yes. almost three weeks into the school year. So we want to talk to you guys about how we prioritize ourselves and still make workouts happen. We want to talk about how we meal prep. Yeah. Getting back in the routine of life. Getting back in the routine of life after having summer and summer vacations and kids at home a lot more. So that's our plan coming up for the next few weeks. We plan on launching a brand new podcast every week. That's our goal. That's our goal. (laughs) So I hope you guys hold us to it. And please make sure that you let us know if there's something you want us to talk about, if there's something that you really liked. Uh, We'd love it if you would give us a review. Also, we need those. (laughs) Uh, We need the exposure as as we launch this new project. And I hope you like what we have to say. And if you don't, that's okay too. Let us know that. Please, we're, Give us some hints along the way. Yeah, we're open to feedback. And we're really excited that you've chosen to listen to us. And I think we're going to go take this puppy out for a walk now. She's been super patient and is starting to bite Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But we hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk, we'll talk soon. Yeah, we'll see you next week.